Hi, I'm Rachel Papazzoni. I'm a national business reporter and presenter for ABC News. I'm typically based in Perth, but today I'm recording this while on assignment in Sydney. Normally when I'm in Perth, I'm still working to Sydney time because my whole team is based on the East Coast. So depending on the time of year, uh, depends when I start my day. Uh, So if it's during summer, uh, the work day starts at 6am, which is 9am in Sydney. uh, And during the winter months, it's a a 7am start uh, for me, which is obviously a little bit better uh, when it's harder to get out of bed on those cold mornings. On a good day, um, my mornings will start, I guess, with the alarm going off. Uh, Probably even better if I can actually wake up one or two minutes before the alarm. That's always a good feeling. Uh, And generally what I do is a quick scroll um, through my phone for my work emails, which I know you're not supposed to do and you should get out of bed before you start doing any of those things. Uh, But I I break that rule, as I'm sure many of you do as well. Um, So, yeah, the first thing I do is quickly look through my work emails to make sure there's nothing um, urgent that I need to be across before we have our morning meeting. In summer, the meeting's at a quarter past six and in winter at a quarter past seven. So I do... do try to get up um, before the meeting, um, but to be perfectly honest with you, sometimes it's literally, you know, half an hour before the meeting. Uh, but on a good day, I will get up and have a quick shower, put some exercise clothes on and start going for a walk just around the neighbourhood. I live in suburban Perth um, with my um, headphones in, listening to uh, generally RN or ABC News Radio to kind of, I guess, get across what's happening in the world and get a little bit of exercise in before um, I join the morning meeting. So I might try and do that about half an hour before and then keep walking during the meeting uh, because if I don't exercise at that point, I find it very difficult to exercise later in the day. This is if I'm working from home. If I'm in the office that day, then the walk, the walk is completely out of the question. Uh, I'd rather the time in bed. Recently, I've really been trying to work on the balance between work and life. So if it's not a walk in the morning, uh, I try to book myself into a Pilates class in the afternoon. And that is a great thing on many fronts. One, it's a great um, physical exercise. Uh, I did years and years of ballet and Pilates is, I guess, as close to that as you can get um, in any other form of exercise. So I really um, benefit from it from a physical point of view, but also from a mental point of view. Um, It uses that part of my brain, I guess, that um, I used so often, the coordination side of things, um, which you don't do in an office job. Um, So I've really been trying to force myself to do that. So by booking myself into a class, it forces me to stop work. It forces me, well, it doesn't force me, but enables me to get physical exercise and mental exercise as well and just switch off and focus on, you know, a very um, specific task and not think about work. And if things are going really well, I'll um, finish that class and uh, it's a quick two-minute drive to Scarborough Beach and I'll go for a little stroll along the beach as well. Uh if um, if time permits and weather permits. I hate having 
a number in my inbox, I, I just like it to be zero. So for me, uh, if I haven't cleared out my inbox before I sort of get into work, uh, into the working day, I, I don't relax. I, I guess it's a concern maybe that I've missed something that needs to be addressed or just knowing that there's, there are things that need attention. I'll, I get hundreds of emails a day. Um, from, you know, ones that are very direct, uh, specifically to me, uh, and, and, but many, many more from PR agencies and internal ABC emails. So most of them I don't have to read or, um, I'll, we'll read the first sentence and make a decision to either delete it, put it in a folder for later or read it and address it at the time. Uh, and then it's about working on the stories that I'm working on. Uh, I generally do about one story a week. We have a daily program and I host our Friday program. So it's really only four days a week that I can work on reporting. Um, so that sort of involves research, uh, calling people, pre-interviewing people and then interviewing people. Uh, through uh, the greatness of technology and the fact that I'm a national reporter, uh, I don't always interview people face-to-face. -face. A lot of it is done over the phone. So we call that a SIMSAT, which stands for Simulated Satellite, where we send, say I'm interviewing somebody in Brisbane, we'll send a cameraman to that person in Brisbane and they'll film while I'm on speakerphone asking the person those questions. That takes a lot of um, setting up and arranging. So there's a lot of work before we actually get to that point. And then there's the editing, uh, the scripting of the story, the editing, thinking of pictures in it. Um, so when you watch our program, The Business, my stories might be three to four minutes long. Um, but I could tell you that there's, I've personally probably put in 30 to 40 hours into that story, plus the cameramen that have filmed things editor who's edited all that vision together. Um, there are tens and tens and tens of hours that go into a couple of minutes on television. Um, you'd be, I think you'd be surprised to know how much work goes into it. On the days that I'm hosting, which is generally on a Friday, um, my day's a little bit different and I'm focusing purely on the show and it's about trying to think of a, a feature interview for the program. What's our audience going to be interested in around what's going on at the moment in the world or in Australia. Uh, and then I also have another interview with a, a stock market analyst about how the share market has performed during the week. And then any news that's come out that day, we might write up quickly. And then we run stories that have run on our show throughout the week. So there's a lot of prep behind that. It's a, a half hour program, but it's a 10 hour shift to get it all done. Prior to COVID, Working in television meant turning up to the TV studio every single day. But like many jobs, COVID has shown us that actually you don't have to always be in the studio. So, uh, And that's also enabled me to relocate to Perth as well. So I actually find I get my best work done when I'm working from home. And I do that two or three times a week. The reason why I get my best work done in, in that situation is because there are no distractions and a lot of my work involves researching and learning and preparing and speaking to people uh, on the phone and it's just so much easier to do that at home. Uh, and because I start my day early, uh, Perth time, um, I'm, I'm very productive in the morning as well. I think I always have been, having spent a decade and a half in journalism 
and as a shift worker, you get very used to, and I'm sure this resonates with a lot of people listening, particularly those who work in, in rural Australia, you get very used to sort of getting up at the crack of dawn or before and just getting straight into work and getting really and being really productive for however many hours before you actually go, oh, I better stop because I'm hungry or need to go to the toilet or whatever it is. So I often find that I'll get after sort of that morning walk on my editorial call, I'll get back home, jump on my computer and it might be sort of midday one o'clock before I even sort of take a breath kind of thing. Uh, So I'm very productive at home in the morning, less so in the office, but still obviously get a lot of work done. But there's also a lot of chatting to people, which of course is wonderful as well. Journalism is such a deadline driven job that the the concept of taking a break it, it just it just doesn't make sense um it's kind of doesn't seem possible so i'll yeah i'll work until as i said sort of early afternoon and then i'll i might stop and have lunch for you know make lunch for 5 minutes and then i'm back at my computer eating lunch and working um or you know if if i'm well behaved I will actually sit down and have lunch and then I'll do a few more hours and then I generally stop about four o'clock in the afternoon organizing my working day I love organization um, and I love being able to see what the organization looks like so I organize my working day with lists with uh, things that I can scratch off when I've done them I'm very visual maybe that's why I'm in television as well so I definitely have lists of things that needs to happen today, things that need to happen this week. Uh, I have subfolders in my emails. I have folders for different stories I'm working on that are down the track. I just like to be, I'm very organized. I don't have any particular apps or programs that I use other than the diary in Microsoft Outlook um, for work. Um, and then literally a pad and paper I like it to be um, something I can hold and something I can see and I also print out a calendar month and write in that as well even though I have it digitally as well at the moment I'm reading nothing I I do a lot of reading for work and I find that I just don't want to read anymore I haven't read a book in probably six months. Yeah, I've started books, but I haven't finished them. I I remember once reading something by somebody that who said, if you're not, you know, if you're not loving a book, don't force yourself to keep reading it. And (laughs) I've taken that pretty literally. Um, And yeah, uh, the last couple of books I've started, I haven't finished. I, I, yeah, I read a lot for work and I don't necessarily find it uh, relaxing to read. After dinner, I like to watch some fairly lowbrow TV. Um, I don't, you know, I spend a lot of time thinking about very serious things for work and, and how the world is, and it can be pretty dark and depressing sometimes, even though I'm a business reporter, but with the state of the economy, um, you know, it's not very positive at the moment as a reporter in the business world. So at the moment I've been re-watching Seinfeld and absolutely loving it. <laughs> uh, of course I watched it um, in the 90s when I was uh, in high school or in primary school um but it's just yeah it's such easy watching and laugh out loud on your own kind of watching which I'm thoroughly enjoying I try to go to bed 
So household labour is pretty evenly divided um, and we, yeah, I don't think there's necessarily one person who does more than the other when it comes to washing. My partner does love to joke that I love doing the laundry. I don't love doing the laundry, um, but I I guess, yeah, you, you can't walk past it and ignore it, right? So it has to get done. And I do like I guess I like folding the clothes at the end and making them all nice and neat. And as I said, um, everything is color coordinated in my wardrobe. So, you know, it starts from white, pink, yellow, red, that kind of thing, ending up in black. Um, I, I like that order. It makes, makes me feel calm and, uh, less stressed, I guess. I'm all about eliminating stress in life. And I think, um, that can be as simple as having clothes folded and neatly put away in the wardrobe. It's been such a great pleasure um, chatting and talking about myself um, and I guess a little bit eye-opening as well um, as to how how uh, important and how much focus I put on work. Um, but it is a big part of my life and I guess when you don't have children, um, you know, um, who obviously are critical in people's lives and very fundamental, um, I've got a lot more time to um, think about those those things and focus on my career. So I've been beneficial from that point of view, but, um, I'm a big family person. I love my family so much. I'm one of uh, four children. I've got, um, three wonderful nephews, um, and an amazing partner and, and parents who I'm so grateful, um, had me and raised me. And I hope that I've, um, done them more proud. And I guess that's, um, one of the things we all want in life is to be surrounded by a loving family and to hopefully give that love back to them as well. Thanks so much for listening to me. And um, yeah, if you ever want to see the work I do, I work on the business on ABC TV and I host Close of Business on Friday and you'll often see me pop up on your 7pm news bulletins as well, talking about business and finance and economics and mining and all those kind of things. Uh, and I started with the ABC out in Geraldton in WA, so hello to any um, rural people who are listening from the Midwest and Wheatbelt, including my family who farm in Calbarry. So there you go. A bit of an insight into the life of a TV reporter on a national scale. Rachel is actually a very dear friend of mine. She's one of those friends that you never see, but you still have a very strong attachment to, and I think it's through lived experiences. We met each other in 2007, when we were both young and ambitious journalists with the ABC in Bunbury in Western Australia. Me, the rural reporter, she, the news journo, and we were really quite competitive with each other, always trying to be the first to get some sort of a recording on a breaking and ex- and exclusive news story and we ended up together in the ABC in Perth for a while she was the radio news anchor which was a very big deal at the time and I was the country hour presenter and as life moved on Rach and I um, have both lived through some difficult times and we always reached out to one another during those times. I've always offered a bed and an escape to the country to, in inverted commas, watch shearing if she needed to, which for some reason has sort of turned into a bit of a joke between us. And I think sometimes it's more about the offer and the imagined benefits rather than realising these promises that we make to each other. And that's the very special part about our friendship, I think. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Routines. 
the best way for you to support this podcast is to recommend it to your own networks. Share the episode on Instagram, via email or through your social networks. 